This is the intro. Ellen is getting out of the beanbag. Look at her go. First attempt failed. She's pulling on my chair. She's trying. She's trying again. She's She's shuffling. Ah, she's she's hit me. And she's on her feet, folks. She's on her way to the toilet. I don't know what voice that was. Yeah. And it's Whitey Willoughby. (laughs) What a great day for baseball. White baseball, Baseball, white white players. Feels right. (laughs) Hit the... uh, the, the quick the quick twitch muscle fibers <laughs> and they got the slow twitch, twitch. and black people well, got more I don't of know the what happened. I was just talking about the quick twitch and the slow twitch and <laughs> the other guy's just sliding out of the frame <laughs> how long I want to know here's the thing how long until the Nazis co-opt the trans athletes thing to start talking about black athletes black athletes what do you mean that so, it's unfair to have them in the sport because they're too yeah, good. Yeah, so like the I we think s- we're already past that. They had their run at that. Well, I mean, when they changed the rules of basketball, so you couldn't dunk and shit like that. Did they? Yeah, I don't follow basketball, so I don't care. But that's when they first had, had black. When they first allowed black players, and the oh, black players started to come in, and they were just like, nah, no, no dunking. They're too good at this. So no they, dunking. They changed the rules. Black. How about if we had a team of uh, very skilled, tall black people, but they had to do netball rules, so you can't move with the ball. You can't. You... Yeah, what's the deal with that? Netball... And why is netball the women's one? That is an excellent question. I don't know why it's the women's one. It's like. Because yeah, it's, I mean, I don't, I don't care about most sports, um, but like, as as far as I can tell, it's I'm not gay. It's not that much different from any other like similar, you know, ball game. Ball game. Ball game. Vile game. game. All right, let's do this intro. Playing we're doing it. We did the intro. You were gone. You were, you were together. Anyway. What did we talk about? Are you gonna play? What? No, the intro. You need the music, right? Oh, we're doing. Uh, Oh my fucking god. I wanted to do it in post. Oh my no. god. At least give it a try in this manner. Did you put it in the, the right drive? Also, can I have access Look at your shared with with me. Look at your shared with me. Look at your shared yeah. with me. Alright. Um uh, can I have access right. to the edited one so I can listen to them? They're all I've just they're all in a file. Yeah, but I don't have access to that file. I sent it into the chat. And they're all in the file. The edited podcast? No, I think yeah. you shared it with with my personal one. I'll pull it up. Well, just go to the chat and fucking... And hang on, I'll send it to you again. I'm sure that I sent the whole folder. And let's just grab the music for now. There it is. All right. Da 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 da. Welcome to APFM, a podcast for men. On today's episode, we discuss rape jokes, rape culture, and the Simpsons impressions that we may or may not be able to do. Come. Cum. We just, do we discuss cum? No, Jordan Peterson discusses cum. And, Jordan, and special guest in studio, Jordan Peterson, discussing cum. And I'm here. Yeah, it was fine. You can always just do the intro as the very last thing. We're fast and loose. Fast and <coughs> loose. Fast like fast women. Loose like your butthole. You could have said loose like loose women. Yeah. Oh, that's a good point. Let's uh, start over. Fast and loose. Fast like fast women. Loose like loose women. Or you could have just committed to the the butthole bit and just said, like your butthole. Oh, yeah. Well, let's try it again. All right. (laughs) Let's run it back. Don't worry. We'll get there. This is is the process. We're workshopping it. uh, Ellen, say we're fast and loose. We run things. Shut up, Ellen. <laughs> yeah, APFM, a podcast for men. Be-
I don't know whether or not we've just played the intro or we're just about to play the intro. It depends how we edit things. Yeah. Uh, maybe. Who knows? I don't know. What have you got? Cameron's doing something. Anyway, this is APFM, a podcast for men. I'm Dylan. I'm joined, as always, by Cameron and Ellen. Yeah. First, whatever happened to sex? By the way, I'm gay. There is simply no way I would ever have sex with a woman. I saw a video the other day of a man in his underwear and speaking as a gay professional that was objectively hot. Let me make myself perfectly clear. I need penis or I will commit suicide. It's no joke. I am desperate to come and second, first, whatever... Please, can we turn the volume down because that no. was just piercing in my ears with no escape. I was like, can't no, really that, don't know when it's going to finish. You're touching the headphone amp. That doesn't affect. That will turn down everything. You just need to turn headphones. the it, turn your computer turn your computer down. audio down. All right, whatever. <laughs> Christ. I cannot wait to get a MacBook and kick you off. Computer, <laughs> no. You're just not, it's all me, baby. You're just not good at Get the out of here. This is part of the charm, okay? You're trying to overproduce, make it good. I just don't want my ears blown out by what is otherwise very amusing You want to get your ass blown out is what's Fast happening. and loose. Um, do we want to talk? I don't know exactly how to have sex since I wasn't informed, and I'm probably doing it wrong. No doubt I owe some apologies for that, and I'm trying to learn. I don't have sex with girls. I would rather die than do that. I might also just be gay, although who the hell knows in these increasingly strange days. First, breasts, 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 breasts. And second, come, 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 come. That doesn't exist, by the way. It's a serious disease. Delete. The other day I banned an irritated tweet. I just, is this all the podcast is now? That's the opening, because we don't have the theme song live, because that would be dumb. So instead, There would have been plenty of shows do that. No. One show does that that I watch. No. <laughs> yeah, let's not do that. Anyway. How was everyone's weeks? Uh, What is it, Wednesday? Yeah. How was the first half of everyone's weeks? We getting there, we making it, or are we struggling? Well, I mean, from like a week is doesn't necessarily have to start on a Monday. We can say a week That's from the last time we met. That's an excellent point, Ellen. I'm saying weeks from are the a last social, social construct. construct. They are, and we can say that the week started the last time we saw each other. Social construct, which is what I meant. Right. So, so how was the seven day period since the last episode of APFM? Yeah, the last two nights in a row, I've had dinner or been hanging out with two different people who are both experiencing some kind of relationship crisis. One of them uh, is in a casual relationship because she didn't want to do anything that was more committed than that. But after three months is now realizing that she has more feelings for this person. And the other one is in the inverse of that, where she wanted a relationship with the person that she was seeing but they just wanted to do something casual and they kind of hid the ball as far as how forthright they were about that. So we've got one person who is in a casual relationship that realizes they want more, another person who wants more, and the other person was keeping it casual. Yeah, and I feel like the the issue with relationships like that is that you have to be very honest at the, from the get-go. And from sometimes, the get-go. But sometimes you don't even know what you want to begin with. And it's like, I'm just feeling and vibing and seeing what happens. And then all of a sudden you're like, actually, no, this isn't what I want. But you're like two months in and there's this weird expectation that you have to commit now. And it's like, no, like you can absolutely get two months in and be like, I'm sorry, this is not doing it for me. Or you can get and you can get like a month in and be like, Yeah, this is great. I love this. I wanna stick with this. Like it's it's all relative. It was it was interesting and it was good for me because, you know, I've just recently been through my own extreme relationship crisis. So Yeah, I know I feel I feel bad for those two women that I saw over the last couple of nights, but you know, it was nice to know I'm not the only one because 
like around this, like in the midst of my own relationship collapse, I saw an ex from a couple of relationships ago is getting engaged. And that, is that a wake up call? Uh, no, it was just like, you know, the time, like, yeah, I'm happy for that person. I don't feel any kind of way like, oh no, I should have been with them. Like it's, uh, it's just like the AB comparison of my romantic life being a complete fucking disaster and this other person, um, doing apparently much better since no longer being with me. <laughs> so it was good. I mean, not good, but it was, there was a catharsis and a bonding in spending time with some other people who's, uh, explain it in depth. What the I fuck is this? Know, what is happening? Re remember how to actually use the, the soundboard again. Sorry. What? That was a different, that was a, a YouTube video I had on a different tab. Unrelated. Go on. <laughs> we'll cut was, this. Don't was worry. that a YouTube video Let about get... how to use a soundboard? No, it was a review. You're going to for... need more than that, my friend. <laughs> it was a review <laughs> for a soundboard. You're going to need more than that. <laughs> okay, so I'm just going to. Oh my God, bro. Oh, hell no, yeah. man. That's, that's on me. <laughs> yeah, that was me. That was me. I deserve that. Okay. Um, so, yeah, that was the last last couple of days with some interesting cathartic bonding with uh, people in uh, not the same but similarly bad uh, uh, relationship situations. Damn. Great Lebanese place you went to last night, though. Like Lebanese is an is a fun is a fun food, I think, because it's like it's a little bit. I see the issue. You're talking sideways into the mic. Is it? okay. Well, you can't talk sideways into the mic. You have to talk front front on that, full that's, frontal. That's not the only issue. Anyone that has listened to any of the episodes prior to this, and perhaps even this one, if we can't a figure lot of, out what the issue I'm is, I'm gonna I'm gonna show you because a lot of what you're doing is this. And then you'll come back and then it's the, and then it's this. But that's and not then it's the that, problem. And then it's this. That's not the problem. That's not the problem. That is a problem. It is. That, is an, <laughs> that is an additional problem of not knowing oh how to use God. a microphone oh, despite hey, having God. headphones God. to monitor yourself in. I can barely... I can barely hear... Um, myself. I want to turn me up, but then when I reached for the thing, you yelled at me. <laughs> yeah, because... You turn your gain all the way up. Gain is I not didn't volume. Turn, I, want, I didn't want to turn the gain up. I wanted to turn the headphone, this one, see? Well, yeah, doing it. turn your doing headphone it. up. I'm doing it. Here I am. You're turning okay. mine down. Okay. So not only are you... <laughs> well, I'm not one anymore. Not Which one am I? not no, no, turning yours up. You are there turning mine me. down. Me. Did you yeah, turn, I did hear Did you turn me. Dylan's back up? Yeah. Okay. Fucking idiot. <laughs> yeah, we got it. Go on. But yeah, that's yeah. not the only issue. There's something like... Let's talk more about Lebanese food. Lebanese food. What kind of Lebanese food did you have? Um, I got a like a meat platter. So it had like a, a three kebabs of like, I think, chicken, lamb and beef. Mm. And then it had some like rice and some like hummus and another kind of dip thing and like breads and stuff. It was it rocked, man. It was very yeah, good. Le Lebanese food is uh, a real tribute is not a tribute it's uh it's a real boon for australian culture i feel australian cuisine well i feel like lebanese food is that beautiful blend between like middle eastern and mediterranean food that's what i was trying to say i couldn't think of a of a of an articulate and non-racist <laughs> way to say i like these two things together and that's <laughs> lebanese because wow. they are a lot like mediterranean they are a lot like italians and arabs mixed it's more greek than Italian, it I would say. I would say well. that it's all good. The, yeah, Mediterranean, so, yeah. Lebanese is definitely more Greek and more, I guess, a bit more Turkish. So, like, if you got yeah. Turkey, it's. I yes. mean, it's in the it's in Very the vicinity, good. so it's kind of was, that. Was in Lebanon part of the fucking Byzantine Empire? Or yeah, the, I think so. Were they all under the same shit at some point? Uh, I uh, think. I mean, so. the Byzantine. Yes, they would have been at some point, like that land mass or those. That ethnicity. For those wondering why we're talking about Byzantine, it's because we've all been playing a lot of Age of Empires no, lately. I did a, I mean, I said it because I did a fucking Middle East politics and I unit. And I, I was trying to remember the first week of it where we covered the old shit. And I read right. a book about the Islamic Golden Age, which had a lot of Byzantine. And I've played Age of Empires. Sure we have. have been playing a lot of Age of Empires. Are we Hell playing yeah, it tonight? Sounds... Uh... 
Yeah, it can do actually. Because um, I've got I've got Pilates tonight for real this time. Last time it fell through because my idiot friend uh, tried to drive, and you know that's bad because she's a woman. Uh-oh. Wow. So no, she didn't have data on her phone. She hadn't like <coughs> renewed or whatever. So she had to download the Google Maps directions and got stuck at. Uh, roadworks and then just like bailed. Gosh, I cannot. I cannot. To be fair, though, she she was like a uh, probably like forty five ish minute drive away. Okay, but also I cannot fathom being on prepaid mobile anymore. Like glasses. I that's crazy though. Like I understand Your glasses showing. I understand like that some people do need to do that, that pay-as-you-go. But honestly, like, I've been there when I, from probably the age of, like, I don't know. 12. Yeah, from the age of 12 until maybe 19, 20 years old, I was on a prepaid plan. Maybe even later than that, I was on prepaid. Prepaid. Prepay. Prepay. And then um, as soon as I... They call it prepay because you've you've been played. It's way more expensive to do it that way <laughs> it than it is. is to get a plan. It is. and then We played you but in the, advance. The amazing thing when you get a plan and it just continuously rolls over and comes out of your account, you don't have to do anything and like, oh, the stress. And you're never like, like that situation. That situation has definitely happened to me before as a, uh, a younger version of myself where I'm trying to get somewhere and I don't have enough data to like, to get my maps open or find out. So I'm having to like screenshot things before before I go and That's... make sure I know the route and it's like yeah it's it's hectic and it should just be it should be like in London where you have the cloud the free sort of like cloud wi-fi that they have that bounces off literally every single structure. Well they do have that in Perth but the problem is Perth is small and everything around Perth is so far away so like she doesn't live in Perth proper She'd be. She was going from uh, like Rockingham to to meet up at the gym. So like, it's it's far. This is compelling. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> two, anyway, two areas of the most isolated capital city in the world. Woo! Yeah, people know. They don't. There's a Perth subreddit. They know. Yeah. Have you seen the like? The- I got banned from a good Perth page. A, a like, Facebook page? Yeah, it was a good, like, funny page. Ah, uh, those are bad. Wait, Cause, Facebook cause or the Reddit? Best, the best ones. Facebook. Are, yeah, yeah, the best Facebook pages are the ones that get banned instantly. No, I got banned from it because I made what some would consider to be a rape joke. Uh, <laughs> what some but might it, consider. But, no, no, so it was... I, I, it's been so long now, I can't remember the exact details, but basically Lies. it was a Nirvana-related post and conversation in the comments. Right. And someone had a name that had the word rape in it, like in their surname or something. Right. And I can't... But... I can't remember what I said. I think they were like being Grape a tree. I think they were being like a Nirvana expert or something like that, you know, in the in their response to what was being said. Right. And I replied to them, oh, the Nirvana expert, let's say their name was Hannah hmm. and their surname was Rapier. Let's say that. Okay. I don't remember if that and the Nirvana expert, Hannah quote, rape me, <laughs> rapier. Because rape me is a Nirvana song. It was not a very good joke, but it was like we were talking about Nirvana. It was a Nirvana post. Your name has rape in it. And so I put, you know, in the inverted commas, like as a nickname, rape me. And I was immediately banned. Yeah. I yeah. feel like Even though I it get, wasn't in- I understand the joke. Yeah. But also if I feel like if you're on a any, Hannah rape me rapier. Yeah, I feel like if you're on the internet and you're on like a Facebook page and the discussion is about X band, you just need to assume that nobody is actually a name a real three fan. songs. Yeah, so like she probably didn't get the joke, or if she did, somebody in the mod team didn't get the joke. Yeah, it, you've to them, it's you've yeah. just been you've just threatened to rape her. We are absolutely going to have to put a trigger warning at the beginning of this episode. Yeah, trigger warning, cringe. Cringe. Trigger warning, two base. Trigger warning. Oh, my God, bro. Oh, oh my God, bro. bro. What the fuck, man? Get your ass on, This one goes a bit long. Get your goddamn. Get your goddamn. 
Anyway, a bit long we were talking Hot about Atlanta, brother. We were talking about people's weeks. You go next, Cam. My week. Yeah. Um, I turned in an assignment a week late. That was pretty sick. Oh I, yeah. I got an extension for it, but is that the one I helped you with? Sure was. <laughs> you didn't help me. Like you, I sent. Are it you to assisted you. me? I sent it to you, and you ran it through an AI that compressed the sentences. Maybe cut this out because you might get flagged for plagiarism. That's not plagiarism. It is if an someone AI else, writes it for you, or someone else writes it for work. you. It's, it's plagiarism. It's not. It is Cam. You're taking many words and making fewer words. I still wrote the thing. The ideas are mine. Okay. All you right. can use Grammarly. That's what Grammarly is. All right. Okay. All right. That's what it is. Okay. Wizards of Grammarly place. All right, then. <laughs> that was terrible. That was terrible. <laughs> um, what else did I do? I don't even week? know what Wizards of Waverly place is. Oh, it's a terrible Disney show. It's where Selena Gomez started. Oh. She's not, like, hot. Because <laughs> she still looks like a kid. I mean, yeah, she's, she's like, some uh, dudes are into she that. has perpetual baby face. And some people not, will always have baby face. That's not hot to me. That's not cool. She looks like a child, even though she's probably about our age, late 20s, early 30s. Mm. But I simply do not vibe with that. However, many men apparently simply do vibe with that, and far too many vibed with it before she was of legal age. All I really yeah, know I feel about like Disney did a, a real, had a real hand in the normalisation of, uh, like, creepy dudes uh, perving on underage girls. In the yeah, sexualising underage girls. Yeah, sexualising yeah. underage girls. All I really know about Selena Gomez is that she used to date Justin Bieber on and off again a lot, and she has an autoimmune disease. The end. What's the autoimmune? I think disease? she has lupus. Lupus. O- autoimmune disease. Autoimmune. That's you. You're immune to having good audio. <laughs> yeah. Te- your body rejects it. You simply cannot do it. It's all of that. It's all those nuked memes I keep consuming. <laughs> Just, I love me some deep dis- fried, some deep fried, distorted. <laughs> This fucking hell. You're right. <laughs> yeah, we're going to have to put a trigger warning for that. <laughs> but that's essentially what it is. Every time you send them, that's exactly what it is. Oh, that's the wrong... I, it, it said what Among Us. What was that? I, I meant to do the one that was like Ear Rape Among Us. I need to find that one. All right. <laughs> wow. Well, I did have a couple. Have we gone around the room? We have not. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Have we? Oh, no, yeah, yeah. You. Yeah, me. Your week. Tell my us about week. your week, Ellen. Well, my week. Boo! Is- <laughs> <laughs> so- <laughs> there you go. That's-, that's the one I wanted. <laughs> my week has consisted of a lot of work, unfortunately. It's just work, work, work. But also. Exciting things like getting my cats a new litter tray that they they seem to be scared of, which is great. It's a it's a good fun time. Well, I hopefully mean, they'll be so scared they'll shit themselves. In I'm, it. I mean, no, they're still just shitting on the laundry floor sometimes, and it's like <laughs> great. This is awesome. Thanks, guys. At least it's the laundry floor though, and not anywhere else. Like, thanks for that. At least I guess cats suck, man. Shout out to my cats, Kit and Gertie. <laughs> Tell us more about your mundane life. <laughs> hey, man, I'm I'm the normie. I'm the normie here. Yeah, you're, you sure are. I'm proud of it. I'm proud of being Have the normie. Have you seen any funny cat memes recently? <laughs> I love me a funny cat meme. Are you in any Facebook groups? Oh, no. That's a good point, though. Who's are we? Is like so you got banned from a Facebook group. Is anybody yeah. still part of a Facebook group? No, I I only really use Facebook now to kind of like check in with family members who are overseas. But like, not that I'm not asking if you use it. I'm asking if you, are you still a member in of a groups? Group? I had a couple um, of groups I so. that I that I made as because remember when. The proliferation of pages, like people would just make mm. pages. Yeah. yeah. It was a form of, of a meme, basically. Yeah. The page, <laughs> like, no, seriously, that were in the early days of pages, yeah. be- before groups, pages themselves this were. Pre or post wall. What do you mean? Was this, so you don't have a wall anymore, you have a page. So remember when. Oh, I'm pre- not sure. I'm not sure where it is. This is after walls. I'm not sure. 
but it would really just be so that you would like a page and it would say such and such liked and it would be the page yeah. name. And that's all the page was for was the name of the page. And yep. to show that you had liked it and that you would, you know. So you, that was basically liking a page with a funny name was the equivalent of sharing a meme. Yeah. At some such point. Facebook in, level humor. Yeah. 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 So I had one that was like, I have bought or rented a videotape that wasn't quite right. I had one that was, uh, um. yeah, I know. I, I was real, like, I went from being really normie on Facebook to being really edgy, like, very suddenly to not using it at all. I think I made a page once and it was literally just the only way to defeat a spider is to vomit on it. <laughs> That's pretty good. I yeah. had one where I was trolling my friend who we'll just call John Smith because the selfie that he had at that time on Facebook had his toilet in the in the background. <laughs> and I, I hate that. I hate when people have selfies with toilets visible. Yeah. And it, so the page was called something like, I saw John Smith's toilet and now I'm scarred or something like that. And I was just, everyone was liking it. It was just a way to troll him. And, you know, make himself conscious about his selfie. Man, we all gave that guy a real hard time. That 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 is but one example. And of, that man grew up to be Dylan Roof. I mean, he may have gone that way if he had a different kind of character. He, he grew up to do crack instead, I think. <laughs> That's not funny. Laughs hard. Wow. <laughs> That's not funny at all. <laughs> Don't do crack. No. Look, there are a lot of... Uh, Don't bully people into crack. No, there are a lot of factors. You should so start a page that's... I, I bullied someone into I bullied crack. There were, a into lot, crack. there were a lot of factors other than us. We all... John pick- Smith should stop doing crack. We all picked on each other. He called it the worst because he was just the... He just absorbed the most of it. Yeah. Um. Anyway... So that's, that's I was, you, you're that's done? That's it, I'm I done. Was, I was in a, a, I got invited to a Facebook page, I think. I don't know if it's still up, but it was called the Perth Meerkats. And that is, a, it's a meme what? page, but it's just like Facebook level edgy memes, which means they're racist <laughs> and that's it. There's no like additional humor. The irony There's is... There's no layer. No, it's not layered well. Like when you go to like, say... Um, like if you're on 4chan, there are there are legitimately good racist memes in that they are good memes which are racist and it's like laid in such a way that it's like I can appreciate this for the meme that it is and it's not <laughs> just being racist. But even within the uh, like the genre of racist memes, Facebook memes and Facebook meme pages uh, don't do well. I don't know if I agree with, like, a meme still being good, even if it's layered, if it's still racist. Like, if if at the end of the day it's racist. But they're, they're, all right, so, like, they're. You're saying anything that's racist is not good? No, I'm just saying, like, to what end, though? Like, in what way? I can recognize the, the quality of a joke or the quality of a meme and also recognize that it's racist. Like you can make a good racist joke or a bad racist joke. And when I say good, I mean like the quality of the joke or the quality of the humor. Give me an example of a good racist joke. I don't want to do that. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right, so... I didn't think so. Of, all right, so like, let me think. Let me think. You put something in the chat the other day that I replied to that I thought was was... Both racist and funny. I can't think of an example off the top of my head of a good racist joke, but um, Bill Burr had one about uh, domestic violence. It wasn't even his. It was, oh, you you describing. posted you posted in the chat about the old Looney Tunes that had the um, Indians with signs outside oh. their teepee that said scalp treatments. Yeah, yeah, and like that is kind of clever as a little um, Easter egg joke in an animation. Yeah, it's also very racist. Yeah. The, um, the assumptions that it's based on in order for it to function as being a clever joke are inherently racist. I don't think it's the funniest thing in the world, but that's just like a recent example. That's like an Easter egg in an animation. But like, do you remember Bill Burr's thing of like, uh, there was a sign outside a pub that was like, we like our beer, like we like our violence, domestic. Yeah. Like that's a good... That's a great joke. There's no fat on that joke. Yeah. Yeah, I remember that. That's about domestic violence and domestic violence is bad. And we can accept that, but we can also appreciate the 
quality the joke writing. Yeah, the quality of the joke writing there. Even if right. you don't like the joke because the joke is about domestic violence. That's the thing. Like I, I used to have this argument with a previous partner about rape jokes, and they were under the impression, not under the impression, they were of the opinion, which they're you know entitled to have that just rape jokes are not funny. Mm. And I was saying to them, I would never try and argue with someone that a rape joke is funny. I would never try and like, no, 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 you don't get it. But like people can just not find certain things. You shouldn't funny. argue about anybody why a joke is funny. No, exactly. That's it. And I feel like people do no, no, do that. You're wrong. I feel like people do do that. And I, I wouldn't do that, but I would and I would also say that I bet you if you told me a hundred rape jokes, probably ninety of them I would find unfunny. But I leave room for the um, idea that someone can make a funny joke about a bad thing and it really depends on the joke. Yeah. So, like, um, do you remember, I don't know if you've ever watched Jim Jeffries, Ellen, but, like, he had one that was, like, um, I'll be sitting down with my with my grandson or whatever and I'll be telling him, like, the history about, like, you know, recent history. It's like, a long time ago, there was a, a, a country called China, or as you know it, the Radiation Zone. And it's just like this very long bit. Um, I can't remember it. Let's, get, let's cut this bit. Good. I don't care. <laughs> I don't care. Fuck this. Wow. I'm not interested. I don't, I don't need examples. People know what I'm talking uh, about. Who cares? Okay. Well, look, speaking of I jokes, I I'm going to bring it up. I have something funny. Let's see if I've got it here on my phone uh, 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 prepared. We're just going to have to cut this as well because I had it on my fucking phone and now I, I don't have it anymore. We'll cut this. <laughs> so much dead air. All right, hang on. So what's this? So this is a Jim Jeffries bit from I think this is Alcoholicost. I can't. Yeah, I think that one with the the title is in Chinese. Where he's got the uh, oh yeah, they'll love this one. Where, where he's got the leather jacket over the bare chest. Yeah. And I raise that kid good too. No fucking around. Raise that kid the same way that I was raised. I beat the fuck out of it. My mother broke both my brother's legs. Not both my brothers. One brother. <laughs> both his fucking legs. Scotty was under the bed going, I don't want to go to school. And mum's going, get out right now. You're going to school. And he was like, no, I'm not. You can't make me. And she went, you don't think I can make you? And then Scott went, fuck off. <laughs> now... Gunter wasn't taking that. <laughs> she reached under, grabbed him by the shirt, pulled him backwards, yanked him upwards so his shins shattered against the bed frame and the floor. Oh, Jesus. Now, on the upside, didn't go to school that day. <laughs> Got a couple of extra days off to relax. <laughs> Fucking soft. You're soft people, I'm telling you. You just keep this self-esteem and giving every child a fucking medal if it runs a race. And it, there are two fucking lots of people in this world, winners and fucking losers, right? You might not be a winner at everything, you might not be a loser at everything, but you won't find out what the fuck you're good at if they tell you you're fucking good at everything. Right? Do we need to run the rest of this? I feel like we get the idea. This isn't even like the specific oh, no, bit. You fucked oh. it up, then. You fucked it. You're leading into it. Shut up. In confidence. So you're breeding stupid, confident people. They're the worst employees in the fucking world. All right. So this whole, we're number one shit, call it a fucking day, America. China's coming to get you. And you can't stop China, mate, because they're number one in education and they're the bottom of the list in confidence. 
Their entire society rotates around honour, respect, dignity. Do your homework, learn your fucking violin. <laughs> so who do you want putting your car together? A little nervous Asian fellow with a drill going zzzk? Or this guy, zzzk. Perfect. Because you can't compete with the Asians. It's not that they're smarter. They're not smarter. They're nah, I think I've lost it. Never mind. I don't care anymore. Yeah, I stopped yeah, we, caring, we stopped like caring very ages ago. Yeah. I don't know what... I am the best producer. <laughs> you are not having the computer anymore. <laughs> nah, it's me. All right, so Boy, speaking of jokes... Anyway. Jay-Z compares the word capitalist to the N-word. Quote, we're not going to be tricked out of our position. Jay-Z's verse on DJ Khaled's God Did had some fans calling the billionaire mogul a capitalist, a term which he believes is equivalent to the N-word. Why are only some people calling the billionaire mogul a capitalist? Please, Lord, forgive me for what the stove did. Nobody touched the billy until Hove did. How many billionaires can come from Hove crib? Huh? I count three. Me, yay, and re. Bronze a rock boy, so four, technically, in which he takes... I like how after that they had to say, in which he takes credit for making billionaires Kanye West, Rihanna, and LeBron James. Like, yeah, we got that from the lyrics. Um, so he says in an interview, we're not going to stop. Hip-hop is young. We're still growing. We're not falling for that tricknology, whatever the public puts out there now. Oh, the public. It's always the public. Before it was the American dream. Pull yourself up by your bootstraps. You can make it in America. All the lies that America told us our whole life. And then when we started getting it, they try to lock us out of it. They start inventing words like capitalist and things like that. We've been called N-word and monkeys and shit. I don't care what words you'll come up with. You're going to come up with stronger words. We're not going to stop. He added, we're not going to be tricked out of our position. Y'all locked us out. Y'all created a system that, you know, doesn't include us. We said, fine, we went our alternate route. We created this music. Thoughts on on that? I think, uh, like, the oh use of... That last one that sounds like Young Thug. I think it's a few things. Yeah. I um, think well I think calling someone a capitalist nowadays is an insult but certainly yeah. not a slur. I think there's a difference that there's It's a, not a racial slur. It's not tantamount to the N-word. No, it slur, definitely uh, isn't like tantamount. Any insult, any insult technically is a slur. I guess, but in terms of like it's uh, the level of of um, I I I've been waiting for this to happen to be honest. Oh, no, he knew about it. <laughs> he no, knew no, it was coming. No, no like <laughs> I've been waiting for this ha- to happen because this is – because black people, due to their oppression in America, are a few steps behind in capitalism. And as Jay-Z points out, now they are starting to thrive in capitalism while a lot of America, predominantly a white part of America, is moving on to what they – perceived to be the next thing, which is something closer to socialism or social uh, uh, social democracy and want to leave behind or and or dismantle the capitalism that creates billionaires and the, all the power imbalances that come along with that. And not all rap is about bling and not all rap is about money and things like that, but there is a lot of that and it is some of the most popular rap music. And... You have again a, a a culture and a a class or a subclass, an ethnic group that have been held back, so they're sort of a few steps behind. So I, I've I've been kind of waiting for a, this to publicly come to a head, where someone, you know, like a, a rapper or someone prominent in the black community, publicly denounces socialism or publicly in if, like explicitly endorses capitalism because it kind of makes sense, right? Like they've been held back and now they're winning and now they have black billionaires. Uh, and it seems like the, there's a public shift, at least in the online space. They're being penalized for it now. I don't know that like black people specifically are being 
penalized for being billionaires. No, they're not, but that's how you would perceive it. Yeah, I can understand where he's coming from. Like, I don't know so how, do I. I how think active that, he is on fucking, like, lefty Twitter or anything. I don't think he's active, but I think Jay-Z, it, it seems to me, watches. He keeps an eye on things. It's prevalent in his lyrics when, you know, he can... He always seems to know what the the hot sort of slang is, and he, he but he do, he he manages to utilize it in a way that's not sort of debasing to him, where he doesn't sound like a, I mean, to my ears anyway, like a cringe forty something year old man. Like he 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 just knows how to stay cool, despite his age. I think that he keeps an eye on things on social media, even if he's not personally very active. Yeah, but um. Yeah, I don't know. Like, it's like who's 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 saying that he's a capitalist? Who's criticizing him for that? It's I just, think it's it just, just feels like some manufactured outrage. I don't know if it's manufactured. I think that there would there's just been people on Twitter since this verse came out. Actually, I did see a video by someone the other day who. But does, he's been he's been a billionaire for ages, and so is Jay Z and everybody else who's mentioned in that verse. You and mean Kanye? Sorry, yeah, and Kanye. So, like, um, all rappers are the same. Um, like, yeah, I don't, I, I don't know. It's it probably... Fe- it feels like fake drama. It no, well, I mean, maybe, but it also could just be a read-the-room type of situation. Because Jay-Z hasn't, I can't remember what the, like, his, his last album came out in maybe fucking 2014 or 15, or maybe not that long ago. I'm trying to think when his last album came out, but and and his last significant verse as well because this verse is like, you know, it's a fucking four minute long verse or something. Um, his last one would be four forty four. Twenty seventeen. Twenty seventeen. Um. So yeah, like I can't remember what his last. So his last album was then. I can't remember what his last notable kind of verse was, but it. It could just be a read the room moment that this this verse has dropped. It's getting a lot of attention. A lot of people are listening to it and they're hearing him just go bar after bar talking about wealth, which is nothing new for him to be talking about wealth, but maybe people are just feeling like, hey, fuck off. Like, we're, you know. I think, yeah, maybe, maybe people who are like, I don't know, the – Maybe people who listen to hip hop are just like, I don't care how rich you are anymore. Like, yeah. Maybe that's just the attitude that people, at least on the internet, people who are like in a, uh, like in an area on the internet where they feel comfortable to criticize this kind of stuff, they just feel like, I don't want to listen to another song about how rich you are. Yeah. Which I think is fair. $1.3 billion. You know, so he's just a billion. I mean, if if that's even accurate, that's just the fucking Google result. But what's Beyonce worth? But the the thing is, as well, like it's <clears throat> you know maybe how do you spell Beyonce? B e y o n c e. I never would have guessed that. Beyonce. Oh, Beyonce. Yeah. Might want to type in net worth there. There you go. Nah, I got it. Five hundred million. Really? Exactly half. Not exactly half. Less than half. <laughs> Less than wow. half. Uh, that's surprising to me. I would have thought she was worth more. I mean, her music's more successful, but she's not as much of a business person as Jay Z is. Yeah, yeah, I think she's just a a performer. No, I mean she has um she has that clothing brand Ivy as well. Parker, whatever yeah, it's Ivy Parker. Oh yeah. Named after one of her kids. Yeah, I only remember that. I only know of that brand because I remember there was a controversy around like uh, women in sweatshops, and it was like you're this feminist icon, and also you use sweatshop labor. Mm. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there are no ethical billionaires. No. Or five hundred millionaires. But the thing is, like Jay Z's got one point something. Kanye has a couple. He's two, I think. But like, Kanye's two billion. Yeah, Kanye's a billionaire. Wow. Oh yeah. Yeah. 
So, however accurate those things are, but they're Rihanna is 1.4. They're both in the single digits billions. The reason Rihanna is 1.4 though is because of Fenty. Yeah. I'm just like, as soon as she brought out Fenty, that revolutionized the makeup industry because no other makeup company was catering to that bigger range of shades, like different shades. So, and also the darker shades, especially a lot of, a lot of black women have struggled or just black people, not specifically women have struggled to find, um, makeup shades that match their skin tones because mainstream makeup companies just don't cater to darker skin tones. And Fenty was one of the first brands to really push that. And so like it's, her foundation sold out in Australasia in like, I think it was something ridiculous, like a week or something. And you couldn't get any foundation in any store in Australasia for months. And you had to, they had to wait to try and stock it back in as soon as it got released. It was, it sold like hotcakes. It was crazy. So that's why she's a billionaire because Fenty is so good. And then she's also got Savage, which is the lingerie that she does. Yeah. This is a great photo of Kanye West. The leather chest with a uh, leather, leather jacket. With That's a le- look. Leather wrap leather blazer. Chest. The leather chest. The, I mean, Jim Jeffries had that. So obviously like it's. Yeah, we're doing like a leather jacket over bare chest sort of thing today. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that's a sick photo. <laughs> he looks sick as fuck. It's a choice. It's certainly a choice. Well, yeah, obviously. He but. rocks, man. He's, he's so problematic for so many reasons, but he fucking rocks. But uh, what I was getting at is that these these entertainers that are, you know, also businessmen and women um, that are in the single-digit billions, sure, you can say, and I would agree, that there's no ethical billionaires, but, I mean... Is Jay Z our biggest fucking problem? Is no. Kanye our biggest fucking problem? No, no. I, I do think as far as structurally, as far as like I was just listening to something from uh, a couple years ago, like a podcast, and they were talking about the Democratic primary in in America with like fucking Mike Bloomberg, who's like got had sixty something billion or something like that, like. Or they were talking about the idea of someone like Jeff Bezos running for president, which, I mean, it could happen at any moment. At any moment, Elon or Bezos could try and run for president. So, yeah, in terms of, like, what is structurally more problematic for society, I'm going to say it's not Jay-Z and he's one point something. Um, But also, I think, like... So, to get back to what we were talking about, I feel like... Damn, dude. Seventy six point eight billion is that Bloomberg? Yeah. yeah, yeah, boy. Yeah, I mean that's just ridiculous. Absolutely ridiculous wealth. Yeah, yeah I think um, I think it is that I uh, people talk about this online about um, how it's like any kind of shade that is like trendy to throw around is much more readily thrown at people of color like creators of color so Mm. like uh like just in the twitch or in the youtube space like if you're a problematic youtuber if you're if you say something transphobic as a black person like that you are immediately canceled way more quickly than somebody than a uh than a white yeah the patience creator. and grace that people have for minorities is yeah is so even fucking though, thin yeah even though it is very trendy to throw shade it's, it's at, like i think we talked about it on our first episode the lizzo thing yeah with mm. the using the ableist slur like and, and trevor noah pointed this out that people just started you know that that opened the floodgates to also talk about how she's fat and all, like you know what i mean just like people saying well, stuff that's, that that's didn't always mean. been a thing like ever since she came into uh like the the spotlight, I guess, like the fact that she's plus size has been controversial because it's like, oh no, kind of a famous fat woman. That would be detrimental to society somehow. That, well, that's an interesting point to, to pivot onto the, the next thing. Um, but uh, finish your thought. Well, just like the, the point about Lizzo is, you know, just people have beef with her because she's because uh, she's a plus size singer who's like very popular. No, no, moment. but what what you were saying about um, oh right, when people yeah, so have like, a like a criticism. It's 
leverage disproportionately. Yeah, it's it's definitely a lot more. Uh, people are a lot more more likely to throw shade at uh, black creators when they do something that's trans- transgressive. So, like at the moment, it's popular to shit on billionaires and people shit on Elon Musk and Jeff Bezos, etc., etc. Uh, and that's normal and that's fine, but like they are hundred billionaires who own not just like big companies but big conglomerates that in in and of themselves own big companies so like the billionaires at the top of whatever company are technically the employees of jeff of jeff bezos who's like i think 200 maybe more billion dollars now yeah same with elon musk so like the like the difference between a billionaire and a hundred billionaire, multi-hundred billionaire, is like incredible. And the difference between someone like Mike Bloomberg, who as a politician just could lavishly throw money around when he was the um, uh, not the governor, the mayor of New York, and also buy his way into the Democratic primary and who knows what else he, he does with his money in terms of how he influences politics. Make women sign NDAs. Yeah, so someone like him, his political influence is flooding both sides, both Democratic and Republican sides and interest groups with money. Jay-Z's influence is appearing at like a campaign event for Hillary Clinton as like a, you know, famous endorsing person. So Jeff like, Bezos it, is one... Uh, 151.9 billion. So, like, those are two very different, you know, sets of power. Like, Jay-Z obviously has a lot of money, but he doesn't have, you know, tip the scale of the election money. That's why he was brought out, because his his celebrity has more power than his money does, essentially. You would need 116 uh, Jay-Zs to be on the same level as Jeff Bezos. Yeah. Yeah. Um, or, like, or like, you know, Bill Gates, um, same basic situation, just like... I'm, I'm less, uh, like, I say people would shit on um, Bill Gates less because he is very much a philanthropist in what he does. He is not. No? Holy Helen Keller. So person. Elon Musk is 250. I, I remember when, like, Jeff Bezos and Elon Musk were, like, neck and neck for richest man in the world. That's the thing about extreme wealth, man. It compounds. So why, it goes in one direction. So why isn't Bill Gates a philanthropist? Explain. Do it. Um, because his, his philanthropic, quote-unquote, contributions. So He's well, there. You can click on him. So his work in Africa is just like tantamount to sterilization. His work in education is... Like I did a, I've done a report on his, what he's invested in, in, in education. Like just, he's, you know, particularly in New York, which he just, because he's a rich person, he could just use as his plaything to try and exercise this new educational model that when he hired, uh, ex- when the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation hired an external kind of um, auditor, I guess, I can't, I can't think of the right term, but basically a group to assess the efficacy of it. Even they deemed it in their report to be like, oh, yeah, no, this didn't work at all. This just hurt outcomes. And he just went, all right, cool, and then moved on. Like he right. changed how schools did things based on a whim with no professional consult. Like, so this no is the expert. game-style learning thing? No, well, no? then that's part of it. What was, what was this one? The game style learning thing was something else that was happening concurrently. No, but what was the thing that he was trying to do? Do you remember? It's, it's been a while. So it's just like changing how school schools teach, how teachers' performance is measured. It, it was very like teacher performance-based. Oh, okay. So kind of like KPIs for teachers. Yeah, in a way. But like it was, it was not effective. Right. And it, he charged into it with his money, just like, I just want to do this. And it didn't fucking work. And it set schools back. And then he pulled his money out and didn't fix it. And yeah, the stuff, like, I don't know, his philanthropy in, in Africa is just like eugenics, basically. Right. <laughs> What's he doing in Africa? 
Like they have a lot of investment in like birth control and stuff like that. Like that's under, not a bad under, thing, though. No, it, but it's under this fucking ostensible like, like oh, it's a it, like he's concerned about population, like oh, population yeah, growth, I, and it's like I've no motherfucker, that. you generate, you have private fucking jets, you generate more like CO two or whatever it is, or you take up more space, physical space. See if it had come from a place of so access to birth control in a lot of African countries is is difficult, and also um, in a lot of African countries where um, women are the abuse rates of women is exceptionally high, especially. Um, victims of rape, a lot of the time there are unwanted pregnancies uh, and because there's no access to birth control. So having access to birth control means that they, like, are obviously, like, the rape still happens, which is awful, but it means that they then don't have to carry a child of rape to term. So it's so it, it does have its benefits and if that were the, the reason behind it, great. But if it's not, then at least that's still a good side effect, I guess. Yeah, access to birth control is is good. Um I just I I don't I don't trust uh, old mate. So we've got a CNN article here. Uh, Melinda Gates responds to contraception program controversy. It'll load any minute now. Buffering. Buffering. Damn, I think my internet sucks dicks. Mine wasn't good today either. It's taking forever to upload and download stuff. I think there's just things going on at the moment. Maybe it's that fancy new internet that the provider that we both have is talking about. What, Nexus? Yeah. Um, no, I don't think so. No? I don't think that... Because um, that's based on like people signing up for it, so it requires people in our area to, one, have that... Um, I'm with... Who cares? We're with Pentanet. Mm. It requires people to have Pentanet and then also sign up for Nexus, which if, I don't know if they're aware of, but... You need to have X amount of saturation of people who want it, and then you need to be able to justify putting it in people that, of Perth in that get Pentanet. That would be so sick, so though. that we can all have Nexus. That would be sick. Pentanet, sponsor us, please. Yeah, sponsor, sponsor the uh, upgrading of my ne- my neighborhood, not just the city, just my specific my street. Give me, me alone, <laughs> me alone fiber to the premises. <laughs> Do that. Please. All right, this is not loading. Who cares? Yeah. Anyway, that's philanthropy is bad. Bottom I, line. I, it, okay, philanthropy is not bad. It yes, just it is. is. It just is very easily manipulated and twisted into being uh, like having this glossy exterior when really people who go into that sort of stuff don't tend to do a lot of research. They just throw money at something and then like it it isn't benefiting the the cause or the people in the way that it should so like that thing so the contraception um controversy yes like it's bad if they're doing it to um control population absolutely but if the byproduct of that is that women in uh in countries in africa are able to access birth control which then they are able to take and prevent um and Don't prevent rape speech, babies. No, and if they're able to access it and prevent um, uh, babies from that are the outcome of rape, then yeah, that's a great byproduct. Like the philanthropy itself, not so great. Byproduct, good. So I think it's just about you know what your what your reasonings are and what your intentions are. I think. Some of the, like, I mean, this is the the basic argument against billionaires is that it should not be up to one person and his philanthropic or otherwise company to decide on the health outcomes and the methods in Africa or the education of children in New York State. This is why we have governments. Yeah, exactly. Like, that kind of, that's not, you know, when people are like, oh, it's so good that he uses his money for that. Okay, he should hand that money over to professionals who are 
part of democratically elected governments who study for the specific things that they're doing, not just on his own sort of whim, uh, do what he wants. Also, uh, on the flight logs. So what, Bill Gates? Yeah. Oh. Really? Yeah. Well. To be fair. That came out during their divorce, Bill and Melinda Gates, that apparently she was unhappy with his friendship with Mr. Epstein. Oh, was he there a lot? Too much for her. I but guess. you know, the wives, the women with the nagging, I don't want you to go to the pedophile island. <laughs> Shut up. Yeah, my wife is always complaining about my <laughs> my pedophile friends. Why do you always go to the pedophile island instead of spending time with me? You yeah. never invite me. Women are threatened by younger women. <laughs> That's the problem. Younger women see children. <laughs> Jesus. But yeah, he's a fucking, you know, a friend of Epstein. We no, need to look that more sound, into That sounds like a dog whistle for like being Jewish. He's how he is, how would you say, a friend of Epstein? <laughs> a friend of Mr. Epstein. Um, you said something before that, that prompted me and then we completely, uh, it was going to be a brilliant segue and now it's been 10 to 15 minutes. (laughs) How are we doing for time, by the way? 56 and a half. All right. So I won't start it on this episode. So if you want to hear us discuss Jordan Peterson. Oh yeah. Again. He's not going away. (laughs) Feels like that's all we talk about on this podcast. That is a good point. When was the last time we talked about Peterson? Every single episode. (laughs) It's literally two in the morning. I woke up suddenly from my slumbers with minions on my mind. Minions. (laughs) If he's not not spoken about, then he's at least referenced in every single episode we've done so far. That's just because he's fucking gay. (laughs) Nah, it's just, it's funny to make fun of him. Okay. I don't have enough clips of other manosphere guys. It's also important to uh, debunk. No, it isn't. But also, I guess it speaks to the ethos of the podcast, which is, you know, wanting to... That's a good point. Today's not been very well planned out. I've been busy getting, like, assessments together. I'm claiming student on this. And I know that's not a perfect excuse. And I'm going to work harder in the future. What's your excuse, Dylan? I'm the one that has planned topics. Uh. I have notes. I I had a planned topic for last week and it got completely derailed. Because Dylan was like, what are we talking about today? I was like, let's let Ellen run with what she was going to talk about. Well, we still have another episode to go. And I was about to say before I was interrupted by you. (laughs) So now I may just can it. (laughs) We're going to talk about Jordan Peterson. Okay. But also... We have a rape culture segment, I'm told. Yes. Um, which is probably good that we should do that now to balance out the rape jokes that were, that were made earlier. Yeah, definitely. Um, so, yeah, and, you know, maybe we'll touch on Chile. I don't know, but that will be the premium episode. Yay. And where can people find the premium episode? Uh, at the moment, nowhere. On my hard drive. (laughs) (laughs) You must. That's the challenge. You have to break into Dylan's computer. Don't get people to do that because people genuinely will. Don't do that. Don't do Do it. Don't do it. Come on. So at the time of recording, we have uh, eight episodes that we've already recorded that we have not yet posted. They're all going to get dumped on Patreon and, and similar. Yeah. Dumped on. Dumped. And then maybe. Dump tree on. Maybe even Spotify if yeah, we're lucky. I, I need to figure that out. I'll okay. That just, out. You just need a distributor. Yeah, that's that's the word, distributor, because you can't just upload straight to it. No. Yeah, you just need a distributor. But we can put everything on Patreon as well and just have yeah, ones so locked and Yeah, that's where it's going to go by the end of this week. And then once I figure out how to put a distributor through the whole shit, then I'll... So if you're not listening to this free episode on Patreon and you want to hear the following discussion, then sign up for the fucking Patreon, please, and thank you, because we hate billionaires, but we love money. Your Mm. money. Give it. (laughs) Give it to me, baby! We love 
like not quite millionaires. Just we like the idea of being comfortable. Slightly more. I like money. the idea of being comfortable. Yeah. yeah, I'm not comfortable ever. I mean, I'm only not comfortable now because I'm trying and somewhat are doing okay at saving for a deposit for a house. The struggle is real, though. So. Oh my god, bro. Oh, hell no, man. I feel much more comfortable now that I'm on lithium. What? <laughs> what were you saying? I was playing with the soundboard. <laughs> I said I feel much more comfortable now that I'm on lithium. Yeah, that'll be good. I don't have the manic highs and crushing lows that bipolar has uh, afforded me for most of I've my had adult a bad, life. I've had a bad sensory overload week. My eyes hurt when I look between my two huge monitors. <laughs> I think the wor- one of the worst side effects of my meds that I take is that I get... So, TMI, but I get night sweats. And boy, oh boy, when summer comes in, it's going to be one heck of a ride. I'm ready for that. Yeah, I'm super looking forward to that. As your, <laughs> ride being a slip and slide. As, <laughs> as your loving. Slosh out of your bed. As your loving and supportive uh, simp boyfriend. I'm super looking forward to the night sweats. Yeah. It's going to be great. At the moment, it's just dry mouth. I have really dry mouth. Everyone loves dry mouth. <laughs> Everyone loves dry mouth. <laughs> dry get mouth, you, wet body. Get you, get you a girl with a dry, dry arm mouth and, and wet arm. Sweaty body. Wet ass body. Yeah. <laughs> we should finish this. Yeah. Get a bucket and a mop for, <laughs> for this that wet, wet ass body. body. <laughs> All right, that's the end of that. Okay. Bye. <laughs>